Hey, 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 everybody, welcome back to Freeze Frame, episode 68, the show where we stop and take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. I am your host, as always, writer Maldonado, joined, as always, uh, the easygoing lifestyle of Vincent DeSantis with the uneasy stomach, though. Easygoing <laughs> lifestyle with the uneasy no. stomach. You hate to see it, dude. You hate no. to see it. What's up, Ryder? How you doing? Doing great, I'm dude. trying to get on my on my mm -hmm. text right for the clip here you know i'm like in obs you know just we're, we're here just jamming we're recording the episode and we're just making moves on the fly yeah, right we're now staying, it's pretty incredible staying productive while we're chatting it's it's great multitasking exactly right? <laughs> exactly truly it has been a little bit ladies and gentlemen where the move is finally complete i mean for those of you watching the videos on youtube you'll see the background still needs work but we're working on it um but yeah. ladies and gentlemen give us a review on audio platforms let us know what you think uh, we, we appreciate you guys listening at home. We have our Discord as well, which we hopefully plan to revamp. We'll try and get going on the Discord. Got, got some new plans for that. Um, TikTok for updates, of course. You guys know our TikTok is our bread and butter. And then, of course, we got Instagram and Twitter and all the social media you can imagine. And our latest videos include the Herogasm reaction, which was pretty fun time. That was good. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, we also lately did the Obi-Wan finale. So in case you want to catch up on that, I know it's a little later, but you know, we break it down, give our thoughts on the whole show as a whole. And then of course we got the gaming side of everything we know about Final Fantasy, the new new game. Final Fantasy 16, baby. Final Fantasy 16, yep. But uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're back at it. We're going to go ahead and get into some topics, kind of some major stuff that happened in the past couple of weeks. First up, Marvel Studios is returning to Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. I don't know how you right. feel about this. Vince. Before we get into this, how oh, yeah, are you yeah. doing? You talk about the movie oh, yeah. a little bit. Let's get it. I mean, <laughs> you, can, you can relax a little bit. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm eager. I'm excited. We got a lot. But, uh, dude, I'm feeling great. Thanks for asking. I'm, I'm excited. This was like a new chapter, you know, for those of you at home listening. We, you know, strictly casual. We had a little meeting. We're chatting about the future, what we wanted to do. And uh, I'm personally excited because, you know, it's always fun doing this. And I think we got a lot of fun stuff that we want to do because we're having fun with it and we always try to change it up. And so I'm feeling yep. relaxed now. The stress is gone from the move. I've settled in okay. now. Got the setup. Mm -hmm. Everything's working. It's like, you know, fingers crossed that everything's working. So we're just kind of like yeah. doing it now. And I'm just waiting okay. for waiting for September. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah, why I'm Already. Yeah. No, I don't. But how, how are you doing lately? Doing good, dude, doing good. Just a lot of, a lot of stresses of what the next couple months are looking like for me because mm -hmm. i have no idea but other than that can't complain life's good okay that's good that's good glad you yeah, know you're feeling happy complain. you're feeling i'm feeling happy overall i'm feeling happy yeah that's good that's mm -hmm. good you, gotta, you always so. gotta check in on the mental health of the I friends check in on the homies okay i get it i get it i love it okay now let's get in to some of this news writer you what, what were you saying what were you talking about here? <laughs> so little little announcement uh marvel studios returning to hall H at San Diego Comic Con 2022, which they haven't been there since 2019. Now, this comes as a huge surprise, right. huge surprise, because I mean, as far as we were concerned on internet, on the internet, like a lot of scoopers and, and people, reliable sources were saying, no, Marvel's skipping San Diego Comic Con and they're going straight to D23. So, why the sudden, yeah, I, mean, I don't know, the sudden twist and the last plans? I don't know, maybe something's huge in store, but I, I would assume. I'm going to say that it's not something huge in store. I'm mm. going to assume that this is them missing being at Comic-Con or people enjoying seeing them at Comic-Con. I, I don't know. It could be something huge, but like, what would huge be? Would that just be yeah. a new movie? Yeah. Would, yeah. Would that be or like a, like a casting announcement of something of like Fantastic Four or whatever. But I hope they go light sure. with it. Here's the thing. I hope, 
I've heard news of maybe they just show Black Panther trailer. They announce a couple mm-hmm. titles here and there, and they announce some casting stuff, but they keep it light, small show. They bring out a lot of lot of cast, a lot of crew, but they keep it light with the reveals and the big kind of like slate plan of like here's phase phase five and six and beyond is the D twenty three show. Like here's the big stuff. That's what my hope is. It, is that kind of what we're expecting this year? Is to see what the next phase or plan is for the rest of phase four well when does phase four end do we phase four ends i mean it's come i mean well we still have a couple movies we got thor black panther ant-man the marvels um what guardians and then i think even fantastic four so i think there's about six but we're more than half i'd say okay about half more than half in stream last night people were talking about how it's thor and then black panther would be the next marvel Mm -hmm. Marvel movie to come out but then what's after that is it is it guardians three i think it's ant-man and wasp Quantumania, I think it's okay. February, March. I, I'm pretty excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp, actually. I, I think yeah, that's that be would be one, one of my most excited ones coming out. Because not just, I mean, I love Paul Rudd, you yeah. know, <laughs> and I think that could be great. Jonathan so, Majors is in it. Like, I know, and I'm so, very stoked for that. My connection like Loki a in a weird way and all that. But, um, right. Yeah, I think, I hope they go live. We'll see, we'll gauge. We'll gauge on like what's happening in D23 with this show at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, Kevin Foggy says fans will learn more about Marvel's next big saga in the coming months. I think they have many clues already and they are at least apparent to me of where this whole saga is going. So I don't know. Coming months, you know, it's San Diego Comic-Con D23. That kind of, that's exactly what's happening. You know, it's like, here's the future. Here's, here's where we're leading to the Avengers level threat. Like, I think that's what he's hinting at. We're like in phase one. Yeah. Right now. (laughs) Of whatever the new thing is. Yeah. And they're like, they're, they're announcing Thanos. You know what I mean? Like the, there was, yeah. I don't, do you remember when they announced, I think they did it at the El Capitan when Foggy kind of announced Infinity War part one and part two. It was that time. Okay. And then uh, Robert Downey Jr. came out with Chris Evans and it was Civil War. And then Chadwick Boseman, that was the first oh, announcement. He came out for Black Panther and it was like this huge mm-hmm. show, but it was very, right. very exclusive. Um, yeah. Like it was only leaked footage. And that's when they showed Infinity War part one and two. They showed Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, and that was a big reveal. I think it was like 2015 or 16. It was early. Gotcha. But this cool. takes me back to that. Um, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure it's going to be Black Panther. That's <laughs> yeah, got to be it. Yeah. Right? And then they saved all their big stuff for their own event. Because so. so. it's just like same with video games and stuff like that. Like we just watched summer games fest or something you did not see the big hitters from <laughs> xbox or playstations because they're saving those for their own events it's mm-hmm. the same thing they want to save their big hitters for their own events here mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. That's how it goes yep um elvis recently uh released this past weekend um what's your what's your take do you want are you ready to oh yeah this? i'm excited okay yeah i like i like boz lerman um and of course i like tom hanks and uh you know it looks interesting. It looks like a fun time. I don't know. I've heard some mixed things, though. You really liked yeah. it. A lot of people when it came out were like, oh, we're not into it. But mm-hmm. I think it looks interesting. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think sure. they didn't like it because of the Baz Luhrmann. And I I mean, if you like Baz Luhrmann, mm-hmm. this is this is just splattered Baz, Baz of the editing oh, cool. and the jarringness of it. It's kind of like, yeah. it is, I would say, kind of tiring because of the editing is so much. The whole movie is oh, okay. this yeah. editing style. And so you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, it's not settling. It's just constantly going so you got to keep up with it and i get sure. when people made that complaint but it's very much you know a splash of elvis and his story and and i think it's very touching and heartfelt especially toward the end the last 30 minutes okay. were like very like man just you you try to honor i mean they honored him really well of what who he was and 
Okay. I mean, his performance is the standout. You watch this movie, it's for Austin yeah. Butler's Elvis, and man, he'll, right. he'll probably win the Oscar for this. It was crazy. It was wow. Yeah. Okay. We were like, wow. Just right, shocked. Right. At, like, this, he looks so much like Elvis. Towards the later half, they put prosthetics on him. He looks so much like Elvis. It's crazy. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, I don't know exactly when I'll get around to it, but I'm sure I will see it. I, it might be one of those things where I wait till it's out of theaters and then watch it, but okay. we'll see. Let me know when you yeah. do. I, I want to see okay. this. I don't know. You, right. you could not. I mean, for anyone, it could be like, nah, not for me. You know, I like his style. So I was yeah. style. So I'm, I'm excited okay. to see it. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Uh, moving into some Disney news. Oh, this is insane to me. Guy Ritchie is set to direct Disney's live action Hercules remake with the Russo brothers set to produce. Ritchie previously directed the live action Aladdin remake. This is crazy to me that Guy Ritchie directed the Aladdin remake. I had no idea. Me too. I had no idea. <laughs> Guy Ritchie doing movies such as The Gentleman and yeah. uh, like big action crime movies. Mm-hmm. It seems That's so like different. his bread and butter. <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, oh, let me let me hop in Disney and just do some Disney classics. Like, oh, okay. I didn't know I that. I could see cool. Hercules is, well, Aladdin can get dark. I, I think Aladdin has dark moments, but Hercules is a pretty dark story overall. <laughs> if you like really think about it. And I think Guy Ritchie might be able to do some cool action stuff with like showing the gods and like showing like yeah. I think that could be that could be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm interested you know? to see who he casts and like you, you yeah. know who he might cast. Um, I think his name is Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam from the general. Oh, yeah, like well, imagine from you cast Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons yeah. of Anarchy too. So like someone like that where it's like a guy he's previously worked with or well, like yeah. Jason Statham. Right. Yes, Wrath of Man. <laughs> yeah, that was his movie. It was like I'm Hercules. It was good. It's so jarring. I'm Hercules to watch. Like, That'd be awesome. What is going on? He <laughs> casts Colin Farrell as Hercules. <laughs> that would be epic. <laughs> that would be great. And then who would be? Oh, and Colin then, Farrell um, will be in this movie. I'm calling it now. Like. Guy Ritchie will cast Colin, cast Colin Farrell as like a random like Dude, side character. Or he could be um, what's what's the bad guy's name? I guess uh, oh, the guy with the firehead. Yeah, thing? yeah, him. Dang it, I don't know. Who I played him. I think not Adam West. Who played him before? I think James, James Woods. Oh, James Woods. James Woods played him. Okay, I just know his name hmm. from Family Guy. Anyways, okay, sorry, <laughs> but that's yeah. No, Hercules. James Woods played, yeah, just, ah, it's, um. Bad guy. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? And. Oh, it's Hades. It's Hades. Hades. There we go. Yeah, of I was course like, it's Hades. Colin Farrell as Hades. <laughs> that would be. That fun. would be stupid. Oh, oh my God. That penguin. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah, be I don't know. I also like Greek mythology a lot. And so, I think this could be cool. Also, Hercules is like, oh, they could do a lot of stuff with live action. I just hope it's not. I mean, it, obviously, it's Disney. It's going to be like made for kids and stuff like that. But there's a lot they can do with it, and I I don't want them to play it safe doing it. Oh, yeah. If you're doing a live action, you have to play around with it a little bit. You mm-hmm. you got to do some some inventive fun stuff, or else yeah, there's really yeah. no reason for it to We're happen. Crazy. So I I think Guy Ritchie's actually a, a pretty good uh, choice here to do Hercules. Mm-hmm. I, I that gets me a little more excited about it. It's yeah. like having uh, it's like having our guy David um whatever his face who did the Green Knight do. Oh, uh, Sandberg? I think it's, is it Sandberg? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. David Lowry? David... Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, doing what, like, Pan or Peter Pan, right? Or... Yeah, he's doing Peter Pan? Yeah. Like, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's some good directing choices right there. That's some good directing yeah. choices. Absolutely. So, this is cool. Something that's 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 crazy and uh, probably not entirely serious. Craven the Hunter. Now, <laughs> just like Morbius... I am so interested to see what this is, but if this movie gets memed out of heck, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. Like, 
That's what I with Morbius, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch this movie because it's it dumb, dumb. Yeah, it I dumb, literally dumb. not excited in the slightest, in the slightest. <sighs> but and, and and then they also say so. But this is the this here's the the note right. Aaron Taylor Johnson reveals that Craven the Hunter is shot entirely on location, which is kind of like okay, cool. I don't I don't know how and amazing. This, I I doubt that with Sony's track record of Morbius and Spider Man's when they're all. CGI and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you about the best action movie of the year and the worst action movie of the year, writer. Oh. The worst being Morbius and the best being RRR. Oh, and oh my man. God. Oh my God. We'll have to talk about that briefly here, you know. Maybe yeah, at the nothing end. Nothing can touch it, bro. I, nothing has been able to touch it this year. I'll when say it, it now. Action standpoint. I haven't even finished the movie and it's my recommendation. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. That's my recommendation. Yep. Um, but yeah, Craven the Hunter. You're not ready for how it ends. You're not ready. Oh it's man. So good. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully expecting the most wild bonkers stuff ever. But yeah, Craven the Hunter. Um, it's crazy because they also the character is changing from a like a hunter to an animal advocate and an advocate for uh, like animal nature reserves and of stuff, course. which is so polar opposite with the characters. So <laughs> it's so whatever. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I just there's nothing that can excite me about a Sony movie. A Sony superhero movie. There's literally nothing, mm-hmm. unless it's the like, new Spider-Man with Miles. <laughs> Maybe I hope they don't do it. I hope I hope they don't do it. To oh. be honest, I'd rather not have it than have a Haven't. really terrible version of it that everybody makes fun of. I'd so much. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Let's stick with. We got the video game that is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I I, I have mean. a great. I would love to see a live action. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see an actor in live action. But you better do it right. You better do it right. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I don't think Sony can do it right. So yeah, hand, it, hand over the keys to Feige, please. Yeah, why not? You know, it's <laughs> too much on his plate. All right. Next up is some Star Wars news. Deborah Chow, who is the director of Obi Wan Kenobi, says there are more stories to tell for a potential Obi Wan Kenobi season two. Uh, quote: She says, "I think this story was very much conceived to be its own standalone." Hand clap. She's saying no. I don't know why. The but quote no, this says headline, there are more. Headline, it's contradictory, it's like, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just taking her quote as what she said as fact. Whether I, yeah. I, don't, I guess the quote was wrong about there are more stories to tell. But the, and then she says it was conceived to be its own standalone. It's like, thank God. Just leave right. it. Leave it be. Yeah. I got what I wanted. Would you want a season two or would? Not at all. I don't want a season two at all. I, I was honestly very skeptical about Obi-Wan season one in general. Mm-hmm. Where, I, I mean... I think this show had a lot of flaws, but it did hit for me like emotionally and stuff. I don't think it's like, I don't know. It's tough, man. I, I just still don't think the Disney plus format is like good. It's interesting. It's so fascinating. Cause I just want to know what's going on with the business side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm sure they've got a lot of people to view this. I got, they got made a lot mm-hmm. of money, but like, what's going to be next? I saw some people like, Oh, bring back general grievous and have oh, him fight. So Obi-Wan for a season. I'm like, stop. Up. Yeah. Like, what's Obi-Wan going to do now? Like, is yeah. he going to become unhermitted once again? Is that the next yeah, part of the right? second one? Uh, I don't just know. making don't a, know. Whole, a whole arc become little arcs of nonsense, you know? Like, I mean... And I'm saying this now, like, somebody could... Somebody's going to have to show me this when they do an Obi-Wan season two, and I get all excited about Obi-Wan season two, and then you're <laughs> like, wait, wait, Vin, or do you remember after season one when you said to do no more Obi-Wan? I was like, yeah, I remember. I'd be happy to be wrong. I'd be happy to be wrong, but uh, sure. it seems, seems very unlikely considering... It's, they did so. They did good with it. You you, fin- you put the nail in the coffin, he's done, give, and then you watch episode four. You don't need more. Just watch the movies, right? Yeah, right. That's right. 
I agree. I'm glad. I'm glad at least Debo says it's a standalone. Um, yeah. I I thought Debra Chow did a good job with this. Yeah, some of the best episodes were her, and there's a lot she, of no. All she did, all the episodes. Oh, oh they were all her. Okay. I thought, yeah. This okay. is why. This is the first time they have it. that a single person has directed all the episodes of a Disney Plus show. And it's it's usually it made, it made like it yeah. wasn't different. Right. Every, every other like even every Marvel show and every uh, even the Clone Wars and stuff like that. Every single episode is like a different person. Maybe the same person has a couple episodes in there, but like mm -hmm. it, it's not one cohesive mind. Yeah. Doing the whole thing, so that's why a little, I don't little know. jumbled. It's a little jumbled sometimes. It can't. You're watching be, and you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I get it, but not not really. But yeah. Um, I keep doing that. Here's, here's something crazy. We're going to DC now, which, oh man, probably the most wild stuff I think we've heard in recent years with big blockbusters, right? That's The Flash and what's going on with Ezra Miller. God. So this happened, I want to say, two weeks ago, a while ago. Ezra Miller's been in the, in the headlines a lot with what's going on with his crimes and like kidnappings and all this, like crazy, crazy stuff, right? So they just announced, DC announced that he will not be a part of any future projects. Uh, regardless if there are more allegations or not, and there were more following this statement. It was crazy. Um, yeah, uh, they found they in this house. He had like over f some odd amount of guns in this house with three children on this farm, like like a whole thing. It was a dude, whole thing. The guy's sick, man. Like he 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 needs to be like taken yeah. and and you know disciplined and punished and like, mind-blowing yeah mind-blowing how on. one of this superhero we're gonna try we're gonna be you know pretending to cheer on is oh, also a kidnapper yeah <laughs> like, yeah absolutely. has kidnapped children before i don't know it's so funny it's very 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 saddening for dc and all the people that worked on this um there's clearly yeah. been no decision on how to deal with their involvement with the flash and then i I'm said sure really tough yeah. what should they do with this film do you want to see a theater release, HBO Max release, or no release? I don't know. What? I mean, I don't know. I, I think it released the movie still. It's a, it's yeah, people worked on it. It's not like uh, probably millions of dollars have gone into it. I don't see why they shouldn't release it. I think this is like great lore behind mm -hmm. the movie now. This will actually make probably this is getting so many headlines. I'm sure more people will go see it because yeah. of this. Mm -hmm. um, I was just about to say. Right. I, I don't think you should can the movie. Um, but I don't think you should have Ezra Miller on any sort of press tour. Like, mm -hmm. he has to be punished, I guess, for what he's done. And I don't. I you can have his co-stars. Make his co-stars be the be the Michael shine. Keaton, Sasha Cal introduced as Supergirl. Like, that's crazy. Sure. You know, this is gonna be a Michael this is gonna be a crazy is, movie. Is Michael Keaton in like two minutes? He's gonna be like like a minute of the movie, maybe less, less than a minute of the movie. No, way, way more. Way more. Way more. I think. Okay. Let's so I guess maybe we see more. some more Michael Keaton, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Have him, have him, have other people. But yeah, one would no say following this movie, DC became probably more confusing. I would say with what their plan is, right? Because would one say? Well, one okay, because you know, okay. Well, let me ask you because my 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 idea was that DC was trying to erase Snyder's world, right, with the Justice League and all them, and kind of reboot and start new, right? Yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm hoping they. They do. I mean, I don't hope they do that because I love that okay. Snyder verse with those actors. And mm. I don't know. That's that's kind of OK. So you agree, right? That that's what they seem that like what? they're trying to do, that they're trying to erase that. Oh, I have no clue what DC's doing. OK, I have no clue. <laughs> that's the thing. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's in my guess. head, but uh, it's confusing, right? As as the average Joe who enjoys these DC movies 
enjoys them. I'm an, I'm an avid enjoyer of a DC film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say they're the best movies ever made. I'm probably not going to say go bring your friends to go see this movie or anything like that. But <laughs> as the average enjoyer, I got no clue what they're doing over there at DC. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I like Snyder Cut. Yeah. Snyder Cut might be the best Snyder or best uh, DC movie. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree. Scratch that. Batman is literally exists, but um, oh well, yeah. I, don't know. I guess in Snyder World, yeah, yeah, in Snyder and all that. Okay, well, we can move on. That's crazy stuff. Okay, moving on to other studios. Leah Sado is in talks to play Lady Margaret in Dune Part Two. <laughs> Leah Sado is so <laughs> what? I the T silent. <laughs> Margot, what? you know, is it Margot? Oh, Lady Margot. I don't know. I'm. Just, I keep thinking about Elden Ring where they did M O R G O T T and it's Morgot. Oh, they like, actually say it. Oh, they pronounce it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's all gross. it probably is. You know, it's Dune World. I'm probably wrong. I wasn't I laughing at. I just thought it was funny because it could be Margot. You're right, but no, I've been Margo. watching Lisa mm-hmm. Do in uh, Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima's oh, game, yeah. and she's really good in that. Um, and the facial capture is crazy. It's like I'm watching yeah. No Time to Die or uh, you know, French Dispatch or other mm-hmm. movies that she's in and stuff. So pretty cool. Was it you that, that saw? She... Um, or was it no? James saw Crimes of the Future, right? Yeah, James Starkers. Yeah, I wonder what James thought of Leo Sado. She's great. He said the movie was like just okay, like okay. not very good. So okay. I heard it was like funny at times. Which yeah, I saw, that's I saw, what I, heard I saw a clip of Kristen Stewart, and her acting was good. Yes, but also kind Odd. of like funny. Like, oh, hey, is it true that uh, surgery is a new sex? And I was like, what? Why I gotta, right? yeah. I gotta watch this. As a matter of fact, I'll probably pirate it tonight. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, great. Love it. You gotta send me the your go to links, your go to website. I can't. I got dude, I have a I have a program on my computer. Oh really? Oh it's free. It's a free program. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you. I can show you later. And we'll spread it. We'll spread it throughout the community. No, just kidding. I don't believe in pirating. I actually believe in going to the theater and seeing these movies, so I probably won't pirate it. I'm gonna probably I gotta buy my Regal Pass today so I can go see Minions with uh my sister and uh then go see Thor. And then maybe wow. Elvis, if I have the pass, I can see whatever wow. I want. Okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we got, this is crazy. You might like this. Next Planet of the Apes film is scripted and sets up a new trilogy. Yeah, I don't know about this because I think the thing that made the Planet of the Apes movie so good was, uh, you know, the director. Matt it's, Reeves. Um, Matt Reeves. The main and trilogy. And... I think he was pretty damn good. Uh, oh, Matt Reeves did not do the first one, though. He did the, oh, just yeah. the second two. I but think. probably one of the best uh, arcs for films. Like, it's so, like... It starts yeah. here, here's the middle, and here's the end, and it's a whole... The trilogy connects well, you know? I mean, if we're talking blockbusters here, too, because the Planet of the Apes movies are absolutely blockbusters, mm-hmm. big-budget movies that released as trying to have a broad audience of, like, adults and kids, that kind of thing. Um, I think Planet of the Apes is super successful blockbuster. The whole trilogy's great. Absolutely. Um, and it's... so I, I hope they can find that again and kind of do well with that. Um I don't want to see the same story that we just saw recently. I feel know? I'll probably have to say this off, off the. Just remind me about a Planet of the Apes quote that I'll have to tell you. I have what I feel like. No, it's you should be. say it. <laughs> no, no. I, like I think they're going to include, like, to make this movie different than the original trilogy. They'll probably add more of, like, Hollywood themes. You know what I mean? Like they'll just push that. Like I could see it being so, um, you know, like. 
don't know where you're going. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't. So I'll tell you after. Anyways. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair It'll be enough. cool. I'm, I'll I'll see it. I'll probably watch it. Um. Yeah, I'll watch it. But I was just. Oh well, I was gonna say. Do you know that the Planet of the Apes, the um, the original, like the very first original, it was cool because I think they connect it in a way because. The original is like this these guys from space they they like yeah like the astronauts right and at the end of credits for the first movie of this trilogy well there was a little easter egg that on tv you see a rocket of these space people and there's of, of sure. astronauts and they're saying going to space for like 15 years to to explore new things and they set off in a rocket right and then yeah by the time this trilogy ends right the whole world is completely taken over so this is like a prequel trilogy to yeah, the original movies it's basically. so crazy it's that cool. if you watch that you'd be like what happened like well you can watch the movies and see what happened i'm crazy. assuming this next trilogy would take would have the story of the astronauts coming down or something like that and mm -hmm. then finding it or maybe a different story inside where the world's already taken over by apes i don't know yeah that's oh, yeah. my guess absolutely mm -hmm. um Euphoria's Hunter Schaefer joins the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes as T Tigris Snow. Is this just a movie, a Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds, or is this a book? I believe that. No, this is a movie. Yeah, this is a movie. And um, I think this is the prequel one with, uh, with President Snow, where he's like a young man and he's in his prime. I Let think. me tell you something. How mm -hmm. shit is the title, The Ballad of <laughs> Songbirds and Snakes? Is this not... Just the winds of, or uh, you know, the song of ice and fire. Is that not what this is? Or like oh my a goodness. straight off rip of all of George R. R. Martin's titles with the same kind of like You're phonetic. Right. All those, you know, they're like, you know, let's make a kid book, and I know what to title it. We're gonna do a play on words for the mature book Game of Thrones, but this will be, yeah, this will be for the kids. It's <laughs> the vibe I get right off the bat here. I just can't believe they're franchising everything. Like literally nowadays, they're trying to franchise every single piece of media they can. You know, I think Hunger Games already franchised. Oh, yeah. You know Hunger what Games I mean? Already they already franch sold out yeah. franchised. Like, so for I guess sure. yeah. I guess what I was just like, I, I I thought it was done. You know, and they're like, no, let's just bring it back. We gotta keep bringing it back. Of course, they're gonna like, keep bringing it back. It's crazy. <laughs> this is gonna be. Yeah. I, this movie is gonna be lifeless. Mm -hmm. I think absolutely <laughs> lifeless money grab. You know what I was just about to ask you? I was about what? to ask you this: Is Harry Potter is that back? Is that a franchise back? <laughs> They made a whole other trilogy. What do you mean? I was gonna be like, because I was thinking of like uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two, and I was like, so did they yeah. bring Harry Potter back? Is that like, did they bring their franchise back? Not, not remembering the entire trilogy that they made off right. Of that so yeah. like same concept, I'm trying to do the same thing. Yep. Like, yeah, they're gonna hilarious. do two spin-offs. Yeah, exactly. Secrets of Dumbledore. So funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I have no hope in Hunger Games: Ballad of Songbirds and mm -hmm. Snakes. That movie is going to be absolutely terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. But you know the, the hype for the kids. Oh, well, you know, it won't even be the kids. It'll be the adults now. Because you know when we were 14 and we are at the theater watching Dude, like, it's, the first one? It's our age. They're, mar they're trying to market this yeah. to our age. Because yeah. as, as kids, we read the books or something They said, like y'all yeah. are all watching Euphoria. Let's get Hunter Schaefer in there. Yep. It's for English teachers around the world <laughs> and, um, and kids our age who read these books. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. Another franchise is coming back, too. Another reboot seems. Spy Kids is coming back. A Netflix reboot, which I thought they just had a reboot. Literally shoot me. Gina Rodriguez, <laughs> Zachary Levi, Everly, Car Carganilla. Yeah, I think so. The last two are the kids, the two new kids, but the parents will be oh, Gina and Zach. Um, Robert Rodriguez is is doing this. So, I mean, as long as he's attached, you know, you'll keep No, that. Robert Rodriguez does not do good stuff always. <laughs> he does good stuff sometimes. That's now, you know it. why? You know why? Because he films in his backyard, dude. He gets his, his camcorder 
And he says, all right, yeah. kids, let's go play in the backyard. He films it, sends it off to Netflix. Uh -huh. He says, there's a the movie. Let's do it. He's like, this is it. He's such a casual, well, not a casual. He's such a laid back filmmaker in the vein of yeah. like, like, yo, I'm keeping this low budget. I'm keeping this very, you know. Did he, did Robert Rodriguez do Spy Kids 3 or Spy Kids 2D? He did, yeah. He did all those. Because Spy Kids, Spy Kids 3D is truly great. Yeah, he did, he did those. Spike Kids 3D Game Over, written by Robert Rodriguez and directed. That has a he probably edited the thing too. Million dollar budget. There's no oh, way. Oh, oh, 38 million dollar. Oh, dang! I was like, geez, that's insane. He probably edits those because he talks about in his house. He just edits those movies all himself, which is crazy. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. It's just wild. Spike mm -hmm. Kids 3D, so good, dude. You have Elijah Wood show up in this. Oh yeah. yeah. Sylvester Stallone's in this. Are you kidding me? Big Carmen. Literally, biggest crush of my life was, Honestly, the, yeah. was the sister as a kid. You, you have this movie's perfect. Honestly, movie's yeah. Perfect. And then, oh my God, no, I can't tell you. My biggest, biggest crush was the girl that he he liked. What was the 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 glitch, dude? Oh my God, Remember? the glitch. Yep, dude. That was like three D. Great movie. Great See, movie. Looking at never gets old. I'm looking at where they also, are right now. Let's not forget. Let's not forget Spy Kids one with the thumbs. It's still a joke I make. Oh, Maybe God. every single week that I look like one of those thumbs, and it's just the truth. <laughs> I, I think. I what? No, are you serious? That's the so funny. Are hilarious. I love the. Thumbs. Oh wow, it's crazy how long it was. Two thousand three. So the actress that plays. Oh wait, never mind. That was not where, her. That was the mom. Not me looking up this whole case. Salma Hayek too. Oh, because she was in. Um, I forget that Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino go back. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, because they did the double feature. They did. Uh, so wild. didn't they do death proof and yeah movie and um world war it was like world war something grandmother where is this emily osmond okay matt o'leary gertie and gary giggles demetri oh, courtney courtney jins wait this is her how old is she now this is hilarious i love this spy kids like you know where the spy kids people now and mm -hmm. they start off with like Antonio Banderas found continued success in film. Well, that's because Spy Kids was a side thing for him and not really his, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was already very successful. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Dude, you look at her now and she's so much older. That's so crazy. Well, I mean, she's not that much older, but I'm saying like, you see them age up. <gasps> yeah, good stuff. She man. was a child actor. Like she doesn't do it. Her last project was 2017. Yeah, I'm sure that some of them, I mean, Child actors do not always stay acting for their their lives. That's like yeah. it's usually just a blip for them. It's crazy, or or maybe their parents make them do it. You know, exactly, exactly. Wild, wild stuff. Okay, well, yeah, yo, yeah, the reason why I said that is about the backyard stuff is because I think we can be heroes. You know, with Pedro Pascal, I think there were some scenes with all the kids where he literally is shooting in his backyard, like he just got the camera. What is, we could be heroes. That's a Netflix film that they he recently did with um. Like Lava Girl was in it, you know, like Sharkboard and Lava Girl, and um, Pedro Pascal, the the guy from um, Narcos and Logan, um, like all the kids were the hero, were the were the children of the heroes, and they all get kidnapped. We talked about a long, long wait. Time ago. Hold on, is this Lava Girls in this movie? Yeah, as Lava Girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, is right? Is Sharkboy in it? It's not Taylor Lautner. It's Sharkboy with a mask. It's just a random actor. I don't know why Taylor Lawrence is not in it, though. Isn't that wild? This is the multiverse of Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, it is, honestly. Crazy. Pedro Pascal. Why have I not heard of this? This is so funny to me. What yeah, the crap? It looks terrible. Oh, and then even like um, Han from Fast and Furious. 
He's in it. They got him in. Dude, it looks like he just built this set in his backyard, literally, like you said, and like <laughs> was like, all right, we're shooting. <laughs> hey, someone get some. Did. Let me call Home Depot, see if they can install some LED lights <laughs> in here before we shoot this shot. <laughs> Like, can Best Buy come out? This TV's not working. Like, can we call the Geek Squad real quick? He's making a joke up? with the cast. He's like, yo, I don't want the budget to go over 100 bucks a day. I'm keeping Good. it $100. God. And then, you know, hilarious. okay, John Favreau, this is just, we're diving into Robert Rodriguez. John Favreau did a cooking show, right, for Chef. He had an yep. episode all on Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez has a stone oven in his house. The whole yep. episode, he was cooking as he's talking to John Favreau and uh, his, his chef buddy. He's cooking like pizzas, fresh pizzas. I love it. Desserts, all these meals like from scratch, yeah. dude. He's such a good chef, Robert Rodriguez. Wow. And like, okay, he's probably cooking the food for the kids. Like, there you go, kids. I'm making good. stuff for you, and you know, he is yeah. he is um, crafty on set. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez is not only crafty director, pieces. but he wakes up at two a.m. every morning and cooks both hot meals for the cast and crew. <laughs> this is great. We're gonna do a whole like episode. That's our and- best. That's our best bit ever. The Robert Rodriguez <laughs> cooking bit. I love that. That's great. Huge oh, fan. Okay. Let's move on. We have some more things to go here. Yeah, yeah. Right, we got a lot. The Invisible Man director, Leia Wanell, is in talks Le- to yeah. helm my boy. The, the Green Hornet and Kato film. Didn't Seth Rogen already do this with... Uh, yeah. Um, I, I appreciate the film. I love it. One of my faves. I've never seen it. Oh, dude, it's it's a, it's it's good. It holds up. Okay. Well, I don't know if it holds up, but you're going to watch cool. it. That's awesome. Right. Uh, Indiana so, Jones 5, maybe John Williams' final film score. He says, I thought if Harrison Ford can do it, then perhaps I can also uh, retire. You know, so I don't know. The guy's been going forever. The career of a lifetime. Yeah, it'd be a great one to go out on. Yeah. Indy, makes sense. You know, I really think Indiana Jones 5 will be great. I know a lot of people are very skeptical and stuff, but I really think James Mangold will do it justice for sure. I, I can't wait for it to be released on phone so I can play it on the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland and I'll be watching oh, it. Oh, right. <laughs> Live yeah. on Indiana Jones. Yeah, as he's doing the, the whole ball scene. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Furiosa synopsis reveals a villainous return. The Mad Max Fury Road prequel follows Anya Taylor-Joy's Furiosa caught up in the battle between tyrants Immort- Immortan Joe and Warlord Dementis. Which is one, awesome. of, one of these, one of those guys is the one from Mad Max Fury Road. So yeah, probably a younger version. Joe. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Interesting. Cool stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm ready. To, I, I hope that this film is like crazy in action. Like, just blow me away again. Right? Yeah. In IMAX, like Dune, like how Dune was. Well, I think Mad Max Fury Road is like, was so fresh, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, and so I think the expectation will be that it's as fresh if not fresher than yeah. that one <laughs> certified that's fresh yeah. high expectation to uh to have on it so yeah. i don't know we'll see my, my favorite scene uh, sure still George is Miller. the guitar where he's oh, all rocking up down and down and the flame it's epic <laughs> so so crazy it's so good it's not yeah, a great movie greatly appreciated did you they released that on um dvd also in black and white or they call it black and chrome edition and what? uh Dude, it's sick. So, like, my Blu-ray copy of it has two discs. One is uh-huh. the regular version, and one's the black and chrome. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, Silver it's called black and chrome. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, dude, it's it's actually sick because the way that they like color it or whatever, it, like, I don't know. It's just a cool experience. It's the same way they cool. did Logan. Um, yeah, they released Logan in black and white also. So, like, I have the disc that like the black and white Blu-ray disc of Logan, uh-huh. and it's so intense, dude. It makes it like. 
even darker Ooh. than the movie. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Awesome. Interesting yeah. stuff. Wow. Um, here we go. We got Chris Pratt teases his updated Mario voice. Uh, he says, it is unlike anything you've heard in the Mario world before. We've talked about that a lot before off stream. It's crazy. It's like a threat, dude. I said this right earlier. Chris <laughs> yeah. Pratt came out and threatened you with this Mario voice. Right. You've never heard it before. Like, get ready. You're not ready oh my for this Mario voice. So here's the thing. This guy, Chris Melodandry. Now, if you know who this yeah. is, let me know. I looked him up and then I put the word Mario in. Check this whole IMDb. I don't know how he's attached to Mario whatsoever, but he said Chris Pratt was cast before uh, because we, we felt he could give a great performance as Mario. Now that we've done about 15 recording sessions and the movie is three-fourths done, I sit here and say I love his performance as Mario. Now He's the CEO of Illumination, so he's oh, the producer. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't doubt any producer saying anything otherwise. But yeah, wants to get <clears throat> I mean, yeah, uh, I guess, man, that trailer trailer's going to be wild. Memed up perhaps more than Morbius. Yeah, it will be very memed. I can't wait. We got to trailer react to that whenever it comes mm -hmm. out. Charlie Day. Can't wait for Charlie Hey, hey guys, it's me, Luigi. <laughs> it's going to be so <laughs> good. His, like, stressful voice. Great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's Django and Zorro film, which is so wild to me, is not happening, mainly due to budget reasons, according to Jared Carmichael. Uh, apparently, it was going to be a $500 million movie. <laughs> yeah. You believe that. Half a billion dollars. Tarantino's only got one more movie, and so if you want to give him, like, somebody would be able to fund him $500 million for the movie. Somebody yeah. would do it. And and this movie's title, Django and Zorro, it'd be the craziest thing ever. Because Django is a Zorro movie? Yeah, with uh, Antonio Banderas, those. <laughs> yeah, Mask of Zorro. Yeah, those would be great. Classics. Classics. I mean, it would be. The, I mean, and bring Antonio Banderas as Zorro. You know what It'd I mean? It'd be cool. Would they do it? Yeah, I think he would. Just for Antonio the like Antonio Banderas and freaking and um, Jamie Foxx's Django Jamie Fox. would be insane. Just make I it want as him bloody do, as he can. I want Tarantino to do his Star Trek movie for his tenth, or just. As his as his tenth and final, he's Man. been talking about it for so long. That's that'd crazy. be cool. I wonder what he's working on. Like, if he did Kill Bill, I think that'd be safe. You it'd be I mean? safe. I, I mean, I'd be fine with it, but it'd be safe. No, yeah, You're I'd right. be like, oh, okay, cool. I'm watching this day like, one, okay. but still, I want to see something like crazy, like Django and Zorro. <laughs> right, hundred um, percent. I agree. Okay, I'll move on here. Uh, Netflix just recently showed a trailer for Blonde, which is from Anna de Armas. She's starring as Marilyn Monroe. This is the biopic that's getting a lot of lot of talk because it's NC-17, the first one from yeah. Netflix. Um, she says this was, I found this really interesting. She said, I found Andrew Dominic's approach to Blonde to be the most daring, unapologetic, and feminist take on Marilyn Monroe's story that I have ever seen. So I wanted to ask you, I don't know if you know what this really entails, but I had to do some research. Blonde is apparently um, based on a book that's fictional mm -hmm. of Marilyn Monroe. So this is not true about Marilyn Monroe. This is based oh. off a book that's about Marilyn. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's not a biopic. So it's not a biopic. No. It's, it's just it, like, here's her best moments, like the dance and, and the dress, but it's not... And, and there's some moments... Fictional stories around those yeah. true stories? Yeah, I think so. So weird. Yeah. So. What has Andrew Dominic done before? That's my question. You let me Is know. He, Is there anything we know? Probably stuff he has done, done... Oh, the assassination of the coward Jesse James. Okay. Uh, 
or well, no, sorry, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, killing him softly. Killing him softly. So yeah, so it seems like some gritty, some gritty movies. Really, really dark stuff here. I mean, War Party with Tom Hardy. What is that? People, I mean, there's there's just some crazy stuff in this film. You know, there's a lot of like, I think, uh, sexual assault scenes. I think that's why it's NC-17. So, I don't know. It it was apparently showed at uh, some film festivals recently. I think it got some good reviews. I I don't know if it it was hard to watch. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm. I don't know if I'll watch it. I'm kind of scared to check it out. You know. (laughs) I just don't know. Like nothing about it is. Like, uh, like speaks scary. to me, except for Anna's Armas. I like Anna's Armas a lot, but there's literally nothing about it that is like, oh, I can't wait to see the mer- movie about Marilyn Monroe, like, a fictional right. telling of Marilyn Monroe. Like, that's not interesting to me at all, but I'm sure it'll be fine. You gotta check out the trailer because she does already in the trailer. She does some good acting stuff, man. Like, she's I saw, crying. I saw, there's like oh, yeah. a shot behind the mirror. That's like, mm-hmm. that's all I saw. Mm-hmm. I don't know how yeah, much she's, of the trailer, but she's just crying there, and then she looks at the mirror, and then she starts laughing, like putting on a face. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah. She's doing the Some Joker. Joker stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. All right. It's all time, you, right? All you, dude. All you. I'm, all right. Ready? This week, the internet was broken because Jon Snow, the TV show, is happening. Like, what in the world? Ryder, tell me a little bit about Snow. Okay, so we got a little bit of details here. George R.R. R. Martin shares some sequel series details. The working title, Snow... <laughs> course makes sense uh it's in the script phase so they've only got a couple drafts going right now like the other three game of thrones spinoffs but this is now one of i think seven other spinoffs that are currently happening at the same time i believe it's seven seven other spinoffs yeah animated shows and including house of dragon that's coming soon there's a lot um george r R. martin is involved in working with kit harrington's writers and showrunner and uh, a little little anecdote before we dive into it deeper amelia clark says that kit harrington told her about the show and she says uh, it's been created by Kit, as far as I can understand. So he's in it from the ground up. Yeah. So Great. we have this quote here. This is from um, a Empire interview, basically. The series, Martin says, is an early development with Kit Harrington on board in creative capacity. Yes, it was Kit Harrington who brought the idea to us, he writes. I cannot tell you the names of the writers, the showrunners, but since the show has not been cleared for release yet, but Kit brought them in too, his own team, and nice. they are terrific. Martin also confirmed, this is George R. R. Martin, the writer and creator of Game of Thrones. Uh, Martin confirmed that he himself is involved in the series, as he is with the other proposed successor shows to Game of Thrones. Kit's team has visited me here in Santa Fe and worked with me and my own team of brilliant, talented writers and consultants to hammer out the show. Very interesting to me that this is even happening, because if you do remember, writer, at the end of Game of Thrones, Kit Harrington... Homie, he checked into like a therapy camp, basically. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones destroyed his mental health. Oh yeah, I I never knew you. You were the one who told me about this. That it seems surprising for me that he would come back, maybe as a redemption yeah. for himself, maybe right? Like right. to like, I want to end this show off on my terms, almost right? Probably. Totally. Like yeah. I I just it's so it's surprising to me. I would have never guessed it was not mm-hmm. on my bingo card to have Jon Snow come back and do his own show. Right. He's so, probably. Uh, very, He's getting the star power, and he's probably saying, "I probably have more power to to create something that I want." So, yeah, he's probably be. getting the redemption and saying, "You know what? I want to see where this takes me." Maybe it's it's yeah. almost his own ending. Like you, you know, even though they, they ended sure. it, it's like, "No, this is how I want to see the character go. I'm going to do this myself." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, I think there could be a lot of great ideas about, uh, you know, his story past episode or season eight of Game mm-hmm. of Thrones and how it is 
becoming the head of the Night's Watch, basically. Yeah, um, and and diving into the his identity as a Targaryen right. too. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of deep stuff there of who he is as a person, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure he can play with that and have fun with it, right? Dive Absolutely. into the acting of it. Yeah, crazy stuff. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many, so much Game of Thrones world expansion going on, right? Yeah, I mean, so we have this. We don't know when this is coming out or anything yet. We obviously have no details. We don't know who really who's writing it. We George R. R. Attached creatively with with our boy, you know, Kit Harrington. There you have here, it. But yep. yeah, it's all. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes, dude. I'm a little concerned. We'll see how House of Dragon is because that's going to be the telltale sign of whether or not people get excited about this. But. I mean, you and I were talking about this earlier, Ryder. The hype level is just not there for House of Dragon. Unfortunately, it seems like there's... So Where are the people? There is too much going on, though. I think that the attention is on the other side with Lord of the Rings. But House Cannot of Dragon... Wait. Yeah. But but I, 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 I'm I holding out for House of Dragon. I'll be yeah. there. and uh, Oh, yeah. And then we'll see kind of like, do we want more Jon Snow after? <laughs> you know? I'll be there day yeah. one for House of Dragon, mm -hmm. dude. Day one. Absolutely. I'll be watching that right away. But hopefully it's good. Guys, if you want to know more about Snow and the upcoming Game of Thrones spinoff shows, you can stick right here at Strictly Casual, where we cover all the latest in movies, TV, streaming, video games, and pop culture. All that good stuff. Subscribe right down below. If you want to listen to the entire episode, you can go to audio platforms for free or become a member right here on the channel. Love you guys, and we'll see you on the next one. There you have it. There you have it. <clears throat> Man, I was like, <clears throat> there we go. We'll there it that. is. Hot. Good stuff. Good stuff. We got uh, Bob's Burgers movies. I'll go and wrap up the HBO. We got Bob's Burgers coming to HBO Max and Hulu in the U.S. July 12th. And Harley Quinn is announced for July. So season three, baby. I, I, I say this oh, every single oh, time. Oh, the animated show. Yeah, yeah the animated show. I, keep, I think I talk about that every single week. And it's like, give me Harley Quinn, baby. I'd like to watch that eventually. It's we'll good. It's good to put it on the side where you're busy. And then jumping on to Disney Plus, we have the first look at the cast of the Santa Claus sequel series titled The Santa Clauses, of course, because the first <laughs> one's Santa Claus. Sure, right. Austin Kane and Elizabeth Allen Dick, Tim Allen's real life daughter, play Cal and Grace, Santa and Mrs. Claus kids. Nice. Cool. Good stuff. I still think the Santa Claus 2 is the second best Christmas movie of all time. So Really? What's and the first being? Um uh It's a Wonderful Life. Oh yeah. Okay. No, that, yeah. <laughs> a very serious movie and a very yeah, much yeah. a comedy Christmas movie. I still love great Christmas movie. with the Cranks, man. That one's Christmas with the Cranks is great. Yeah. That's that's my, I think that's my two. One being I think it's a wonderful I was like, God, that movie's Yeah, it's just too good. It's just and too then, good. I'll I'll give a three. I think number three is probably um I don't know, Polar Express, maybe? I, don't know, I guess. I don't know. I really hate Polar Express. The movie creeps me out with a yeah, passion. Dude, it kinda creeps me out too. That's what I was gonna say. It's yeah. so scary. Mm, yeah it's great um here we go uh light stuff paul walker's getting a star on the hollywood walk of fame posthumous awesome. great happy to hear it and okay john favreau i'll say you john, go, yeah, yeah john favreau all as well finally for all his work that he's done for star cool. wars and marvel's getting a star dude not even I, he should get a star <laughs> for other things no yeah, his, yeah. for his, chef his, alone his... give him the star are you kidding yeah but he's like so He's done so much. Producing, He's done so much writing, work way yeah. before. Yeah. Oh, Elf. Elf is top, top Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah Elf's overrated. Elf's overrated. Oh, oh, overhyped. Yeah, I'm about to say. I've seen it a lot. I've seen it like, <laughs> sure, it's great, but I've seen it 10 million times. You know, mm -hmm. Santa Claus 2, I'll watch the movie twice a year, three times a year. I think it's a perfect movie. Let me ask. Is, <laughs> yeah. I want to see, does this movie qualify as a Christmas film? Mean what? Girls? Is that a Christmas no. movie? Yeah. No. <laughs> because. The plot has to revolve around Christmas. It can't take place during Christmas time. 
That's oh, that's really? that's where I'm at with Christmas movies. So like what 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 Batman movie revolves in Christmas? No, <laughs> there's a Batman movie that there's Christmas themed or Christmas setting, you know? Oh yeah, it's like how um, the Batman is not a Halloween movie, but oh, it takes yeah. place right around Halloween. Yeah, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of where mm-hmm. I'm at. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Sure, you can spin it. You can spin it to be like, okay, yeah, this movie takes place during Christmas. It has one scene in Christmas. I guess it's a Christmas. Movie. <laughs> I mean, but I'm talking. Your movie's got to be like centered around Christmas. Oh, yeah. you it's got to have the decorations in every scene. It's got to. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to have the Christmas. It's got to get you in the Christmas spirit. spirit, bro. I'm not watching like no Mean Girls, you know, so, like <laughs> yeah, get me in the Christmas spirit. No. <laughs> Let's watch some Mean Girls. I want to get in the Christmas spirit. I want to feel yeah, it. No. Forget about that, it, dude. Yeah. Forget about it. Um. Okay. I'm ready here. Vincent, please honor uh, honor the people. Honor everybody. Bless their ears. With what's your recommendation this week? I think it's obvious if it's not already. I finally finished RRR. I watched it in three different It's just so dang long. Um, but RRR is one of the best movies of the year, and you can watch it from the comfort of your own home on Netflix. But I highly recommend getting a group of buddies together, hitting a bar, and then going in a theater to see RRR, and you might have your favorite theater experience ever. Pro- yeah no you will you will but I, it was theaters? it's going to it be- is it is in select theaters right now it's in select theaters it's crazy what a yeah what a time that would be oh my gosh with a crowd oh. so um someone did a budget breakdown of this movie it was yeah. 70 million dollars to make this movie okay. um that was like the budget or whatever mm-hmm. and they broke it down comparing it to like a marvel movie every frame of cgi or whatever for yeah. a Marvel movie somebody said was like over a hundred thousand dollars for every frame. Oh of my CGI, gosh! Yeah, which actually doesn't actually seem right because I would only mean ten frames is a million dollars. I mean, yeah, I, it, that's... it doesn't add up, right? But they were trying to say like I don't know. They're trying to compare mm-hmm. VFX because we obviously yeah Marvel's VFX are much better than RRRs. RRRs are like very cheesy visual effects, but they're awesome. They're oh, yeah. so cool. Everything is awesome. They're creative with the technicality it. of it. Like it's not just like so a creative. green screen. It's like a tiger jumping and like that CGI yeah. is insane. Like Quarter Crew recently did a video on them on RRR. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. Like just this past day after we were talking about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh everyone's my talking God. about it. So you gotta watch Dude, the breakdown. I have of, to yeah, watch that. Really crazy stuff. I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen like the first like thirty seconds. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, my recommendation too is RRR. I have I haven't finished it, and that's just to tell you how great it is. Like, go watch this and finish it because I was watching ten minutes of it, and then it, it it takes a turn for the best, and I was like, "What is going on? I would have never expected this." But the character. So you just got to snake bite. I just got to snake bite, which means you have like the next scene. Seems like it could be the finale of the movie, oh. and then, oh Ryder, they take it even further. This they take it way good. further. It's so good. There's so, dance sequences, I mean, fighting tigers. I just highly recommend it. There, yeah, it's so so good. This week I also watched um, Fletch Lives again. Uh, Fletch is a, an '80s movie starring Ch- uh, Chevy Chase. Okay, uh, where he's a um, mm-hmm. uh, journalist. Oh yeah, and okay. in, like investigates crimes and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. So, and they're comedy movies, but they're remaking it uh, this year. John Hamm is starring as Fletch. Um, oh, and so I'm very excited. Fletch Lives is like a cult classic in my family. Like we just mm-hmm. watch it all the time, every once in a while. Yeah. You know, every once in a while we'll like go in to start quoting Fletch Lives, and so we watched that again, and it was. Um, wow, that's cool. That's good. 
another i know we skipped a couple weeks we skipped a week of freeze frame mm-hmm. so i also watched molly's game oh, i don't know if you've seen right. molly's game i have yeah yeah brief briefly i was like in, in and out of the room but i, I was there watching it toby mcguire right no not toby McGuire. i mean he's yeah. one of the characters yeah right yeah he's michael sarah plays Sarah. Toby mcguire <laughs> that's crazy. Cra- it's a crazy story though pretty nuts it's a crazy story so, yeah, i highly recommend that one too cool cool yeah i saw elvis uh, I recommend it. I mean, I hope you guys like it. It's Baz Luhrmann, so it's a little weird, a little silly, but I mean, just go in it thinking it's going to be weird and your expectations will be set. Great film if you're yeah. a fan of Elvis. Um, right. And then I've just been watching shows. Like, I started The Flight Attendant. I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm watching that one. I chose me and my mom watched season one, and now we're on okay. season two. And Beautiful. That sounds great. Yeah, that's about it, I believe. Um. I also started The Offer this week, which is oh. on Paramount Plus with Miles Teller, and it's about the making of The Godfather, the movie yeah. back in the 70s, and how like the mob was upset that The Godfather was being made, mm-hmm. um, and just Mario Puzo, who's the author of The Godfather, and how they kind of, he owed money to the mob like as he was writing The Godfather Whoa. story, and so it was like yeah. this big thing about like making it into a movie. It's very good so far. Really highly recommend and it. And Coppola's in it, right? Played by... Coppola's in it. Played by um, that actor from um, Fantastic Beasts, right? Yeah. He's yeah. Secrets, okay. secrets of whatever. Cool, cool. That's awesome. I love when they do yeah, that, when so, they show people in, in movies. I'm, I'm excited to watch more of that show because mm-hmm. I'm really only in the beginning of it. It's like eight episodes, miniseries. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's done. So I'll probably punch through it. But I'm really liking it so far. So. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm also yeah. watching Umbrella Academy. That's I'm in that one oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's a fun time, man. That's a fun cool. time. But, that's awesome man you're watching good stuff we got a lot of good stuff going on yeah kind of and we are one subscriber away from 2000 oh yeah one away uh, from 2k guys that's crazy pretty crazy um yeah. we'll wrap up with the call of the week uh we got it here we go and you tell me if this is hard if this if you know it or not so maybe don't okay. look but i'm gonna say this i won't in, look in no context whatsoever quote of the week ladies and gentlemen city streets are crowded for the holidays even with the rain now i can keep going Tell me if you know it already. Ready? Okay. I know exactly. I know exactly. Oh what God! Okay. Keep going. Keep Hidden going. in the chaos is the element waiting to strike like snakes. I mean, no context. That's it's like, what is that even from? I mean, it's easy. We're start. We're going. We're sure. kind of get back in the groove of it. So it's. I mean, easy. easy for me. I don't know. I don't know. It might not be easy for everybody. Okay. We'll say it one more time. The city streets are crowded for the holidays, even with the rain. Hidden in the chaos is the element waiting to strike like snakes. Now, <laughs> I have a suggestion to make, writer. Okay. Yeah. I think that when we go into Discord, when we do some Discord stuff, we should have a section where we put the quote of the week after we do every episode and where people can guess, like yes. people can go guess in there. That way we have some, like, you know, I think that'd be fun. Great that'd idea. be a great time. Great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Good call. I'll put a sticky note of that. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for so much for listening. We're back finally. It's good to be back, bro. This, this is fun. Lots of good this stuff good. going. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out all our social media, of course. Uh, like you know, TikTok. Check out our TikTok and our social media, like Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, where all our updates, you can find us the most active on. We also stream on Twitch, both of us. Twitch.tv slash Bobashinga mm-hmm. and Twitch.tv slash Mr. Hollywood. We'll be, we'll be streaming it up since it just streamed yesterday. Good stream. Yep, yep. Mario stuff. <laughs> oh, it was, a great, it was a great stream. It was tons of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, I'll be streaming again soon, and yeah, just stay tuned for the channel for more breakdowns, reactions, reviews, gaming news, movie news, all that stuff. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys watching, guys. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.